Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Father, thank you for the blessing that we have today. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Tonight, um, it's another short evening, but I believe impactful. And I feel impressed of the spirit to share with you about the anointing. Amen. Now, in one of the authority books, you find out that Adam and Eve and then all the way to Enoch, Cain, Abel, and Co. to Enoch. And then you find the invasion of the world with evil spirits. Okay? Now, one of the things about the evil spirits is that the evil spirits taught human beings how to do bad things. Are you with me? Yes. The the evil spirits taught the human beings how to do bad things. Are you with me? So, they invented, um, they showed them how to do all these bad things and made them become evil. So human beings became evil. All right? And that is part of the problem that came about when human beings fell um, during the invasion by these evil spirits. All right? So, it is important for you to understand that a spirit can make you do something. Do you see? A spirit, although not physical and although inhabiting somebody, all right, and although you cannot see the spirit, can make you do things. 
So that is the uh, background of having the Holy Spirit's anointing. That when you do have the Holy Spirit, which is a good spirit, you see, the Holy Spirit makes you do things and also teaches you and a large percentage of your thoughts are from the presence of the Holy Spirit. If you look at 1 Timothy chapter 4, let's look at it, verse 1, you'll see uh, exactly what I'm saying there. Um, It says, now the Spirit speaketh expressly. This, this verse contains what I'm saying. It contains the two sides of what I'm saying. One, I'm saying that in the days of Noah, before the flood, evil spirits came down and fallen angels and inhabited the human beings, okay, and made them do certain things. Are you with me? Beautiful. And it came to pass when the children of men began to multiply on the face of the earth that daughters were born unto them and the angels of God saw them on a certain year of this jubilee that they were beautiful to look upon and took themselves wives of all whom they chose and they were giants they bear unto them sons, and they were giants, Nephilim. And lawlessness increased on the earth, and all flesh corrupted its way. Alike, men and cattle, and beasts and birds, and everything that walked on the earth, all of them corrupted their ways and their orders. And they began to devour each other. And lawlessness increased on the earth. And every imagination of the thoughts of all men was thus evil continually. And God looked upon the earth. And behold, it was corrupt. And all flesh had corrupted its orders. And all that were upon the earth had wrought all manner of evil before his eyes. And he said, I shall destroy man and all flesh on the surface of the earth. All right? But Noah found grace before the eyes of the Lord and against the angels whom he had sent upon the earth, he was exceedingly wroth. And he gave commandment to root them out of all their dominion. And he bade us to bind them in the depths of the earth. 
And behold, they are bound in the depths, in the midst of them, and are kept separate. Alright? So you see that these spirits came down, you get it, um, on the surface of the earth. Now, after the flood, we see in the 28th Jubilee, Jubilee is 50 years, Noah began to enjoin upon his sons the ordinances and commandments and all the judgments that he knew. And he exhorted his sons to observe righteousness and to cover the shame of their flesh and to bless their creator and to honor father and mother and love their neighbor and guard their souls from fornication and uncleanness and all iniquity. For owing to these three things came the floods upon the earth, namely, owing to the fornication wherein the watchers against the law of their ordinance went a-whoring after the daughters of men and took themselves wives of all which they chose and they made the beginning of uncleanness and they begat sons the Nafadim and they were all unlike and they devoured one another and the giants slew the Nafil and the Nafil slew the Eljo and the Eljo mankind and one man another and everyone sold himself to work iniquity and to shed much blood and the earth was filled with iniquity. And after this they sinned against the birds and the beasts and all that moveth and walketh on the earth. And much blood was shed on the earth. And every imagination and desire of men imagined vanity and evil continually. And the Lord destroyed everything from the face of the earth because of the wickedness of their deeds. And because of the blood which they had shed in the midst of the earth, he destroyed everything. This is Noah speaking after the flood. And he said, when we were left, I and you, my sons, and everything that entered with us into the ark, and behold, I see your works before me that you do not walk in righteousness, for in the path of destruction you have begun to walk, and you are parting one from another, and are envious one of another. So it cometh that you are not in harmony, my sons, with each his brother. For I see and behold the demons have begun their seductions against you and your children. And now I fear on your behalf that after my death you will shed the blood of men upon the earth and that you too will be destroyed from the face of the earth. So this is Noah speaking to his children after the flood. And he fears for them that the demons have begun their seductions. I'm reading from an Ethiopian Bible. Yes. Huh? <laughs> yes. Now, all I'm saying is confirmed in 1 Timothy 4 verse 1. In this verse, you see the good spirit speaks and the bad spirit also seduces or speaks. All the spirits speak. Any spirit which is present will speak. 
There's nothing like a spirit that is present that doesn't speak. There's nothing, there's nothing like a silent spirit. Every spirit speaks and influences. That is why we pray for the anointing. Look at 1 Timothy 4 and verse 1. It says, now the spirit speaketh expressly. You see, so the spirit is speaking clearly. Clearly. That in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith. Now, why do they depart from the faith? Giving heed or listening to seducing spirits. So, every spirit speaks or seduces. Yes. There's always speaking or seducing. But it is our ability to realize that we are being seduced. When you are seduced, you don't know that you are seduced. What is the meaning of seduce, by the way? Seduce. Are you people able to give us information still? Okay. Seduce. What meaneth the word seduce? Entice is also a blind word. To do what? Any, any, any other? Attract, allure, lure, charm, cajole, enchant, hypnotize, mesmerize, titillate, bewitch, ravish. Wow. Now, the word seduce gives you an impression of convincing you without words. Do you see? Convincing you without words. Your mind is being formed without hearing certain clear words. But you are gradually convinced in a particular direction. This is one of the things that happens when a spirit is present. Any spirit. You gradually become convinced in a particular direction by the presence of a spirit. Seduce. To sort of convince you or make you think and believe and feel a certain way without words being spoken exactly that mean or that say believe this and like this. But gradually you become like that. Do you see? And then you have this one, the spirit speaketh expressly. So, so important it is for us to pray Luke eleven thirteen for the Holy Spirit. Because the more the Holy Spirit is present, the more either he will be speaking expressly or gradually convincing you without saying anything that you hear with your ears clearly, which is like seduce, but to, a, to the good thing. I hope you get what I'm saying. To lure, to allure. It always has a negative 
connotation, seduces. You did something you didn't intend to do. Without it being told to you directly, I want you to believe in this and I want you to do this and I want you to think like this. No. But it's like this, that, and that, and that. For real, that's what you believe. It's like when a man is seducing a woman. You, say, oh, you know, you are charming, you know, you are, you are beautiful. and I feel something different I've ever felt, you know, that I've ever felt that way. And your presence is changing my atmosphere, my life. <laughs> and you don't even realize that, you know, you are being won over. Do you see? It's working on you. That's why we say it's working on me. Working on me. Working on me. And things are working on you. But it's not being said with English words. And when you meet a very clever person, it will seduce you. I tell you, you will not know what has happened to you. A person who is married and wearing a ring will convince you that next year by now you'll be married to you. Before you realize, you really believe it. Yeah. And he would explain to you that you are far better than his current wife. And you believe it. You believe it. And he explained to you that to prove that you believe and that you love him is your turn to show that commitment. And you show that commitment by what? Proving it. By doing what? How do you prove it? By what? By proof. Isn't it? Different types of proof. (laughs) Now, I said all that to explain to you that the presence of a spirit any spirit for that matter is probably the reason why a person does what he does and thinks the way he thinks. Because every spirit once present is either speaking or luring or convincing without words you in a way. You get what I'm saying? Yes. And therefore, we need more of the Holy Spirit so that when he is present, the anointing of the Spirit, you gradually believe certain things. That's why when you are close to someone who is anointed, you are close to the Spirit that is with the person. Do you see? Which is speaking to him, either alluring him or moving him in a particular direction or the spirit that is speaking to him expressly most of the time. Do you see? And when you also come close to the person, it seems as though something about the person's beliefs and ways and things seem to rub off on you, but it's because you are near the spirit which is speaking. Speaking The spirit is speaking and seducing or moving a person without words. And you have come close to that person. And that's why what they say, birds of the same feather, what? Somebody said fly together. No, it's flock together. Hmm? <laughs> yes. 
birds of the same feather flock together. Huh? <laughs> I hope you are getting what I'm saying. Yes. So, brothers and sisters, what I am trying to share with you is the need for the presence of the beautiful spirit. The beautiful spirit, the Holy Spirit. He should be with you. He should be in you. He should be near you. And he should be more around. Because he will be gradually bringing you to a place. And alluring you. And if you, I wouldn't mind if the Holy Spirit seduces me. How many wouldn't mind if you are seduced by the Holy Spirit? I mean... Why don't you bring the meaning of this word? I told you long ago, you have not brought the meaning of the word seduce. They don't know how to do it. I'm going to use my own dictionary. Because I think seduce may be useful. Beautiful. Now, you see, it's, it's like a mad way, but it says to persuade. Do you see? You are a virgin, but he's persuaded you. You get it? He's persuaded you. Another one is to win over. Do you see? To win over. And another one is to attract. So it's also something the Holy Spirit can do. He can win you over. Yes. He can attract you. It means to win over and to attract. So the Holy Spirit can attract and win you over. So when you come near to someone who has the presence, a large amount of the presence of the anointing, you come near the thing that has won him over and that thing that won him over and attracted him starts to win you over and also attract you. And you notice that you start to have similar ways of thinking when you are with a certain kind of anointing. So that is how come just being around sort of changes you. Because the same spirit that is affecting you, do you see, affecting someone is now affecting you. Anybody who has come for revival, the same Holy Spirit who is influencing you is probably also influencing somebody who is not even yet so won over and starts to be won over. Are you with me? Is it fantastic and amazing? Yes. So it means to win over. Okay? It means to persuade. All right? Now, it also means to Lead on, lead on. You know, when you are a girl and you, you met a hawk, do you see? You meet a hawk. A hawk is like someone who is, I mean, some type of wicked bird that flies with a sharp beak and is going to pluck out your very eyes. Hawkish. Check the word hawkish. Amazing. Hawkish. 
Oh. Resembling a hawk. Advocating war. Huh? Yes. Advocating war. Threatening, belligerently threatening diplomatic policy. Hawkish. I'm sure it has a meaning. Resembling a hawk in behavior. Yes. What's the behavior of a hawk? Mm-hmm. Having a militant attitude. Aggressive policy. Yeah. So when you meet a hawkish man who has an aggressive policy that like his mind is to sleep with you. One man told me, he said, hey, in my days, if I meet a girl and I don't sleep with you within seven days, I'm late. Not that he told me some, he told somebody, he told me, he said, in my days, it's a, it's a, it's a, he has an aggressive policy, seven day policy. It's hawkish. It's an aggressive eye. But when you meet such a person, he's, he's seducing you, he's winning you over, you not know that he's on a seven day policy. It seems I know you somewhere. Uh, you said your name was uh, uh, Belinda. Oh, no, stop. Be- what? Elizabeth. Oh, okay. He doesn't know your name. Or he just mentioned any name. He just mentioned any name. I mean, he knows what he's doing. Yes. Yes. It's, 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 it's aggressive. Yes. It starts, I like you already. What do you mean by already? So, I mean, it's, it, I have not many people, but it's not everybody that it just, I, I just sense an opening immediately. <laughs> and it's working on you. Seven day policy. Day one. You are saved from every hawkish man. In Jesus' name. Amen. And hawkish women. I don't know why the women are not shouting that there should be equality in the church. <laughs> you see, a hawk is aggressive. It's known for his aggressive policy. Yes, he's got a mind and he's working on, his, on the mind. Now, in the presence of the Holy Spirit, as you desire more of the Holy Spirit, your life changes and you change dramatically. Number one, the Holy Spirit's presence will cause you to accomplish many great things that usually take a lot of power and strength and effort I'll say it again what usually would take a lot of strength and power and extra exertion and force the Holy Spirit will cause you to accomplish it 
as though you are joking, as though you are just moving along effortlessly. In Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6, he said, He possessed not by might. Don't bother. Not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. So what normally would have taken a lot of power, a lot of might, a lot of work, a lot of years and years of work, the presence of the Holy Spirit causes you to accomplish what people take years of power and might and effort and strength. That's why if you know what you are up to and what you need, you'll be praying for this mighty Holy Spirit every day. Yes. Because he takes over. You know, what can you do much? I say, what can you do much? You don't understand the English? You cannot do much. So, Zachariah prophesied and he said no 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 it's not going to be by might it's not going to be by power it's going to be by my spirit may you have the Holy Spirit speaking expressly 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 amen expressly now before I move away from expressly I just want to ask you something. How many have ever heard the scripture where it says that God has sent his spirit into our hearts crying, Abba, Father? Have you heard it audibly before? No. But how do you know that the Holy Spirit is speaking in your heart? You gradually know what he's saying. When the spirit is crying, when a spirit is crying and speaking, you, you know things. So, you, like, if I ask you, are you born again? Will you go to heaven? Oh, yeah, I'll go to heaven. I'm born again. Like, how do you know? Where's your evidence? You know. So, gradually, certain things form in your heart. Oh, I should do this, or I'm this, or I'm this, or I'm that. You know, those knowings, they are from the Holy Spirit. Yes. Sometimes your heart says, be at peace with this person. Your heart says, do this. And you, you sort of know, this is what I should do. And that knowing comes from the Holy Spirit. So when the Spirit speaks expressly, continuously, specially, in a way, it is because, it is because, it is because he's speaking expressly and how do you know it? You start knowing things. Just like when he's crying, Abba, Father. You don't hear audible voice say, Abba, Father, Abba, Father, Abba, Father. No. You just know that he is your father. Yeah. So when the Spirit speaks to you expressly, if the Holy Spirit points to me and tells you that I am your father spiritually, you look and you start to know and know and know and know that same fact. Yeah. So that's how it works. Now, in Zechariah chapter 4, all right, verse 6. He says, you're not going to use a lot of power. You're not going to use a lot of might. It will be by my spirit. 
And then he says, Who art thou, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, thou shalt become a plain, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings, crying, grace, and grace. Now, who art thou, O great mountain? Now, do you see this stage where I'm standing? The amount of sand that is in here, okay, it doesn't look so much, but I can tell you that it would take a hundred people about three days or four days, a hundred people, or maybe one whole week to remove the sand from here, just this square in the middle here. If it is the whole stage, it would take a hundred people, maybe two or three weeks to remove the sand here. And this is not a mountain. So when he says, oh mountain, Zerubbabel, this mountain that you see before you, it shall be moved, not by might, not what normally takes a lot of strength. Who art thou, O great mountain? What normally would take hundred people so many days of pickaxe and wheelbarrow and what have you? By my spirit, presence on your life, it will be accomplished. That's why you can always see pastors that are anointed. Yes. I can send you with that anointing. You go to a place. You will be there talking to the people without the spirit. And the people will just say, Ah, Anubruni has come to talk to us plenty. That is why the Pentecostal movement has accomplished much more than all the other movements together. When you look at the amount of salvations and changes that have taken place in the church since 1900, when the Holy Spirit came into the world, the salvations of the world and the growth of the church, if this is the graph, from 1900 when the Azusa Street Revival came and the Pentecostal, the salvation went up like this. And the church growth and the breakout of movements of churches and denominations and groupings and different types of churches in nations and countries. And, I mean, when they are recording, they don't even mention churches like Divine Healers, even Church of Pentecost and other apostolic churches and groups in Ghana and all over the world. What would have taken a hundred people, thousand years to accomplish without the Holy Spirit? When the is like the Holy Spirit had just increased, and you see that even without knowledge or even experience and money, the charismatics, prophets, and others, the church members that they have, and the crowds that we are having in our churches is more than all of the others put together. And it is not because the men are special. It's the Holy Spirit and the anointing. He makes what... You see, I'm trying to explain to you what is involved to move a mountain. The number of people and the amount of time. Do you know how I know? When we were building this stage the first time, we brought 100 people from the Bible school to come and fail. Is it not true? How long were they working here for? Days upon days with wheelbarrows from outside trying to fill. Every time I come, I say, have they not finished? No. 
they are on it. Or the stage at the Great Hall. Oh, now let us a small, is it, I can't even imagine a mountain. The amount of time and number of people that is needed to do certain things. It's just the Holy Spirit's presence. When the Holy Spirit landed on this earth, 1900 Holy Ghost, Pentecostal churches, Pentecostal holiness, assemblies of God, Canadian assembly, this assemblies, this of church of Christ, this of, I mean, different, 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 suddenly more churches, more pastors, prophets, evangelists, crusades, different, I mean, names. <laughs> From the presence of the Holy Spirit. So the anointing, dear Charlie, it takes away your long work be that you do for years. That's why those who are very dedicated and serious about the ministry are people that are going to be looking for the anointing all the time. You'll be saying and praying, Lord, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. You know, when Young Gicho came to Ghana, he was staying at the Labadi La Palm. I went to pick him for the first day of the crusade and I sat as his host at the back of the car with him. So we were driving straight to the Independence Square and I was quiet, but it was dark. We were in the car, we were driving. Yes, on the road from La Palm to Independence Square, the beach road there. And when the car, the car was air conditioned, I was sitting with him, I was, I was, I was afraid. And all he was saying, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. From La Palm to uh, 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 Independence Week, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. You see, great people, eh? you get what I'm saying? You know they are just depending on the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit's presence in their life. There's a man who can fill World Cup Stadium Monday morning, nine o'clock. Everybody will be there. Everyone. Try having a prayer meeting on Monday morning at nine o'clock and see. Try organize one and see. Your wife will not even wake up. Beautiful. How many want the Holy Spirit? Pray for the Holy Spirit. What it will take you a hundred days with a hundred people, you will accomplish it just like that. Receive grace to become what you imagine you will become as an old man. Receive grace to see it as a young man by the power of the Holy Spirit working in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, when the Holy Spirit is working, he will be speaking or convincing. Look at 1 Timothy 4 verse 1. What? Speaking or convincing. I don't want to use seducing. Seducing, we use it for a bad spirit. But convincing and winning. He'll be winning you over and speaking to you and talking to you and winning you over all the time. That's the Holy Spirit. Always making your mind. So me, I'm, one of the things I'm conscious of is thoughts which I always come back to. Did you hear that? I say, thoughts which I always come back to. You end up in the same 
thought pattern keeps coming back. It keeps coming back. It keeps coming back. It's the Holy Spirit. Always come back to that same thought. Yeah. That's the Holy Spirit at work in your life. Amen. Are you excited? Number two. You didn't know I was giving you points. That's point number one. On seven reasons why you must be anointed. That's point number one. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's by my spirit. Yes. Number two. You must be anointed because even Jesus waited to be anointed before beginning his ministry. Now, 30 years. You know, Jesus would have started witnessing when he was 12, when he was 15. But no. When the Holy Spirit came, what he would have done in 15 years? Eh? He'll do it in one week. Yeah. He'll do it in one week. He'll do it in one week. Totally. He'll do it in one week. There'll be no problem at all. If only you can get the Holy Spirit. Now I want to say to every young man here, because I know there are a lot of young men who want the anointing. I pray you want the anointing. I pray you are not after money or not after any other benefit or emolument. Keep your eyes on the anointing. Yes. Keep your eyes on the anointing and become an anointed person. If ever someone would describe you as an anointed person, I don't want to say you'll be lucky, but it will be a very great thing. Anointed, whether anything you do, that just, just as somebody even says you are anointed. Not anointed in the form of joke. People like joking. Say, oh, Charlie, you're anointed. Oh, wait, Charlie, you're anointed. No, not, not that. Not, not, I mean, like, see, they actually feel that you are anointed by the Holy Spirit. When they see you at work, they sense an anointing. And a grace that what somebody takes a hundred people to do, what somebody takes 15 years to do. Jesus didn't bother. 15 years, let me rest. When the Holy Ghost comes, by one year preaching, they wanted to kill him. I mean, it was enough. He now he just retreated to do Bible studies with his disciples. Yes. He, sta- he started doing Bible. John is the Bible studies. From John chapter 5, 6, 7, 8, now he was doing Bible studies with small groups. Bible says all the people stopped following him. It was enough. That is why you know sometimes when a man of God's length of days is really with the Lord is what he will accomplish and what God wants him to accomplish. So Jesus Christ he said, you never hear of him doing anything till the Holy Ghost come. When the Holy Ghost descended in a bodily shape like a dove upon, upon him and a voice came from heaven which said, thou art my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. 
Meanwhile, Jesus had not preached. And you know, let me say something like that. There are some people that I feel, when I look at them, I prefer them to be in the Bible school or even work with us here for whatever period of time than to go on a mission that they will accomplish much. Because when Jesus said, when the, when the voice said, this is my beloved son in whom I dwell, he hadn't gone on a mission. He had not even preached before. But he was really pleasing God. So there's a time where you are just preparing, you are just around, and your presence is just, that is pleasing God so much, just that you are around. It, it's so pleasing to go, okay, you haven't healed anybody, you haven't started any church, you haven't appointed disciples, you haven't ordained anybody, you are just around. That is my beloved, my beloved, my beloved, in whom I'm well pleased. Wow. You see, that's why we waste time many times in ministry. There are many missionaries and pastors. Sometimes I look at them and I realize that they are just prolonging their days in the preparatory phase because they are not prepared to prepare. Yeah. A lot of ministry is preparation. I promise you, there are some things if you keep doing them, by the time you've done it for 15 years or 20 years, it may be then that it will start working. Yeah. When you look at the five services that we have had this weekend, I mean, it's been one and a half years since we had church. It's like whether we move the church into a studio or whether we move it away to a mountain or whether we come here, whether we divide it into this group, it is there. Hey! It's the grace of God and the power of God. Whichever way. <laughs> it's, it's a spiritual entity. It's a spiritual entity. Whether you put the church over there, okay, wrap it up, put it in a studio. <laughs> it is still there. Put it up in a mountain. Hide it, put it in the rain. Put it in the sun. Put it in a, a hall. Put it here. Divide it into four. Put one here, put one there. It is there. Plenty. It is amazing. So, brothers and sisters, I tell you, what we need is the presence of the Holy Spirit. And you must decide to be near somebody or something that has that presence and power there. And gradually, that same presence and power will start speaking expressly to you and winning you over and persuading you. Because it is when your mind is a certain way. That you, you, you do certain things. Oh yes. You see this anointing. It doesn't work with greediness. Or greed. Is greediness a word? And greed is also a word. Yes. It doesn't work with them. Until God's power has worn you out of greed. And the desire to get things. And to use something to capitalize on your position to get things until you've been cleared of that he hasn't warned you yet 
Even though you are around, you've not been worn. One day I saw a brother who, who was with us and he was given an opportunity to preach and his first topic was about money. And I thought, I, not, I took note of it. It was like a red flag. I said, ah, is that the first thing and the greatest thing to go and speak about money? I mean, in a way, it struck me that, ah, it seems the spirit which has brought me this far that has been working in me to win me doesn't seem to have won him even though he's in the system for a long time because I don't think you'll find us much talking about not that you don't, we talk about money but this is not the main thing that when God gives you a golden chance this is your chance to express yourself no, you are going to be a millionaire I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm just saying that it's a different spirit. Yeah. Number three. You must be anointed because even the apostles were asked to wait for the Holy Spirit. Jesus commanded them, but wait, Acts chapter 1, verse 4. The promise of the Father, which saith, you have heard of me. Think about it. Wait. Huh? <laughs> you know, it's very difficult to learn something. You may have been taught, but you didn't learn it. It didn't sink in. Yeah. You may have been taught something, but you didn't learn. It, it, didn't, it didn't get into you. And Jesus knew that even though he has been talking, uh, John chapter 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 to 21, for three years, eh, they hadn't gotten something. That's why he said, wait. When the Holy Spirit comes, he was speaking expressly and convincing you see, and before you realize what you cannot learn by talking, do you see, uh, you learn it by, you, you start to believe it. Now, I was talking to a brother, and I was telling him, I, I, like, I like your zeal. I like your commitment to the scriptures. I like your determination to work for God. I like your zeal because a lot of people don't have the zeal. I said, I like it all. But I just want to give you one caution for a zealous person. I just want to give you one caution for a zealous person. Never set aside love. Never set aside love. Because without love, it will be cancelled. What is love? Love is patient. You may be anointed and full of zeal, but you are not patient. No, not going to work. And love is not envious. It's a river. Envy is a river. It's an evil river in a person. 
Love is not, does not boast and is not arrogant. When pride is there and a way of bigness and speaking big things and acting big, he says it's not puffed up. You see, the King James says, charity vaunteth not itself. Like, make yourself big. Make yourself big. Make yourself a big person. Very big with speakings. And he said, it's not puffed up. Because you see, he said, even if you have prophecy, and you have knowledge, and you have faith, that you can move mountains and all, and you have not this, you are nothing. It will be nothing by all means. Both I am nothing and it is nothing. It profiteth me nothing and I am nothing. Yes. I said, as for your zeal, I like it. I've seen people with zeal. I myself have zeal. But God will show you. You see, and the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, or the long-lasting effects of the presence of the Spirit, which is a fruit, is this thing that has been there for some time. It's convinced you about patience. You know, it's there. First Corinthians 13, for first, it's patient. Love is patient. And then love is kind. Number two, it's not envious. It's an evil river. Envy is an evil river. It's an evil motivation. Yes. If ever there was an evil motivation in ministry, it's the evil river of envy. You know, many things are out of envy. When somebody is successful, people are envious of the person. And charity vaunteth no man. You make yourself a big man. You speak in a way. You talk about big people and you talk about authorities and ancient patriarchs and people that have accomplished things for God. People like Noah. You go by him. You get up and start saying things. No, 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 no. Even if you are zealous and you are, it says you, you, you are nothing. You will be nothing by all means. You'll be a dog thrown to the bottom of a pit. So the spirit, when he keeps being with you, see, he'll keep convincing you, you know, be patient. He'll be telling you, be kind. He'll be telling you, check your motive in evil. Don't be envious, even if he seems to be liked more than you or this one is chosen first or you seem to be ignored or you seem not to be the favorite or you seem not to have this or forget about it forget about it. don't let it shift you don't let it shake you don't let it move you don't let it change anything about you don't let it shift something in you and charity vaunteth not if the spirit is you and he's speaking all the time and he's talking you see that making yourself big say no no let me be small i can be talked to i can be convinced somebody can advise me somebody can speak to me i can be and love and charity it's not puffed up you see them walking like swollen and you see puffed up eh? that is big abnormally it's always a disease liver disease kidney disease uh, some other blood disease Leukemia, something has swollen you up. A serious illness. Heart disease. Heart, liver, kidney, blood, hypoproteinemia. Something serious makes you big. And when the spirit and anointing is with you for a long time, you will see a person. That's when I, when I listen to Derek Prince. You see him talking 
and you see there's somebody, the Holy Spirit has been working on him, working on him for a long time. Actually, when I listen to Derek Prince, I prefer, when I, I, I want to hear his voice when he's an old man. Because I can hear in his voice that he's, he's, he's old, this is older times. I like that one, speaking slowly. Hey, I found a message, he said he's giving four pieces of advice, it's personal. And you don't have to take it because it's something that he, he has experienced personally. So he doesn't know it to apply to you, so he doesn't, whatever. But this is just something he wants to say, this is part one. Hey! And you see the things that the spirit tells a person over the years. It's beautiful. So that's why the apostles, even though they've been with Jesus and they look like they're spirit, we are those from the beginning. Even when they were choosing our apostles, we need somebody from the beginning who, is, who knows us like we know. You, see, you know nothing. You know, that's why they didn't choose Paul. If they had been following the spirit, they would probably have called Apostle Paul. Said, come and be our uh, the, uh, next apostle. But they went and chose some person. Have you heard of him doing even one thing? <laughs> I'm not saying they chose the wrong person. Please, I beg you. Let me get to heaven. I don't want trouble. Yay! <laughs> Maybe I'll get to heaven and then a the guy will come and say, I hear you. you were preaching the other day. You said that me, I didn't do anything and they chose me by mistake. I beg you, oh, please. I've canceled that part. Amen. Number four. Elisha. You must be anointed because great prophets like Elisha, you know, they when they when you ask, what do you want? I mean, he he said, I want anointing. Twice of what you have. Somebody who has lived close to the prophet for twenty years, he doesn't want anything that the prophet has. Huh? You know, Catherine Kuman, eh? when she died, there were many things that she owned, including a jet. Yeah. Her house was filled with valuable things, paintings and jewels, diamonds. People just donated. Because when they were dying, they were healed. And they said, well, I would have used all this for my medical Bill. So they gave, they, they, you know, people give to the anointing. They brought things. So when she died, plenty. And there were this couple who came close to her. You know, she had worked with some people. But towards the end of her life, she experienced a lot of betrayal from people that were working with her. And it really affected her. She was not happy at all. Her pianist and some other people, I mean, they rarely ran her down and her heart was broken. So getting to the end of her, her life, a couple, a man and his wife, came close to her and befriended her. And they became the main people, even though she had been with some people. When she died eh, in her will, she gave everything to those two people who had come last minute into her life. Everything, they just give it to them. These people were kind to me. Yeah. 
she didn't give anything to Benihin. Do you see? Huh? Kalamosa tabarabala barasha. Temara masuda brikita balabosandalaba. She didn't give anything to Benihin. In fact, she didn't even know who is Benihin. <laughs> This couple, they got all her money, diamonds, jet, cars, everything. And she gave, she had an assistant called Maggie. She gave Maggie something small, but everything, she just gave it to these people, Mr. and Mrs. whatever. So people challenged it. That how could she, this, and she said, no, this is what I'm giving my things to. And Penihin, zero. Now, there was a time during Benny Hinn's ministry. They put Benny Hinn on. They, they, they were going to have a program called Catherine Kuhlman's Foundation. They didn't know who. They just saw him and said, can you, you speak? So he became, they just chose him to speak. And he started to speak. A young man, black hair, small, very thin, short. And he became the speaker. And as the years went by, it became clear that the anointing of Katrin Kuman was on Benihin. Who didn't receive even one diamond, one jet, one this, one this, one that. There was a time Benihin's ministry was taking over $100 million every year. Benihin said that he, he uses five, uh, is it how much, $8 million every five days. Or was it one, no, $1.8 million every five days. That's what he uses. Now, those who receive the diamonds, $1.8 million every five, that's $2 million every week, roughly, times 50 weeks is how much? $104 million. Yes. $100 million. That's it. I mean, that's, that's, that's serious money. Not Ghana cities. Million dollar. That is why you see, you may receive the diamonds of Elijah and the house of Elijah and this of Elijah, and that it will finish and it will be nothing. But the one who catches the anointing of Elijah and is carrying double portion, the anointing draws everything else. Yeah. It's amazing. That's why sometimes when you see people sitting there looking, so I want the money. Of this person. Ah, this ministry, they have money, pa. How do they have money? When there is anointing, it draws. It draws. It ministers and it draws the attraction. Yeah. When Bonky was around, he was attracting to at least 20, 24 million dollars every year. Not that they said, the person who was doing that work told me, he said, that's my work. I raised $2 million every month. Yeah, it's money. Bunky told me, he said, a lady signed a check and gave him millions. Just, he didn't know her. Just take it. Take it and use it. And she asked him, whose name should I write? He told me, Whose name? The woman asked me, whose name shall I write? Just tell me whatever name. I, don't, I just want to, I'm, I'm leaving. And he told her, write this name, the name of the ministry. 
even when he was in Nigeria. President, whatever, the man who, who is dead, what is his name? Abacha, yeah. He was there in the hotel. No. They opened and gave him a paper bag full of money, dollars for the ministry. <laughs> yeah, it's in his book. Yes, 100,000, sharp. What you need is anointing, you know, instead of looking, scrounging around for 20 CDs and 40 CDs and trying to be angry to steal money from the offering and trying to get salary and quarrel over this and emolument, emolument. Abba. As for Elisha, you see, Elisha was very clever. He said, you know, if you give me a choice, I choose anointing. I want to encourage every young man. Don't be anointing free. Don't be what? Anointing free. Yeah. Anointing is wild though. There are certain statements I don't want to make because I don't want it to be taken out of context if I say it. So I'll say it privately about what anointing does. If I say it, somebody will say, hey, he said this, whatever. But it's true. Yeah. When you are anointed, the ravens will come your direction and bring the unexpected into your life. Are you excited about this powerful anointing? Wow. Number five. You must be anointed because Saul was transformed into another man when he was anointed. Ah. Think of how long it takes to change your character. Some of you, you've grown up being sexual perverts. That is what you've known. You've never known a woman as an object of love, tenderness, care, and holy interaction. You only know a sick relationship. Because you've grown up. That's why I told you that there are some things when you do it when you are young, you grow up and you'll be abnormal. You'll not know you're abnormal till you realize that you can't be in the ministry. You can't. You have to get an office job. I'm going to say something that will shock you. You know, not everybody can go to medical school. Huh? Yeah. Because you are not good at science. Hmm? Like when we start biology and all these things, you are not good at it. And maths, you can't be an engineer. You know yourself. The physics and the calculations, you can't. Okay? Why DX, this, 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 that. You cannot do it. I want to tell you a surprise. When you are immoral, you can't be in the ministry. It's like not being able to do physics and maths. When you are immoral, you can't. Yes. It's, 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 a, it's not that um, like you are not wanted, but just as how you can't do medicine. And you can't do physics. You can't do ministry. You have to get a job in a secular realm. 
or if you are in the ministry, like a secularized aspect of the ministry, like maybe something else. It's not compatible. It's not compatible. If, if, if you are immoral, it's, it's not compatible. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just as you, can, you know that you can't do medicine, you know it. Not that you are a fool, but you can't. You are not a fool because you can't do math, you can't do biology, you can't. You are not like that. Maybe you are the arts type. Just like me, if you give me these essays, the so and so, the French Revolution was caused by a lack of bread. Discuss. I don't like such things at all because I, I, don't, I, I don't believe in such exams. I should discuss it. Am I, am, I, am I in the house having a discussion? Tell me something to answer number one, this, number two, this, number three, this, and, and number four. And the answer should always be the same, not a discussion. What about if the other day my daughter was giving me some discussion exam? I told her, look, my opinion is my opinion. And when I give my opinion, what about if the lecturer has a different opinion? And she was explaining how to answer. I said, well, me, I don't agree. She should do her arts course and leave me to do my scientific courses. If you cannot be moral and you cannot abstain from fornication and adultery and pornography and all these things, you cannot, you cannot, you have to do something else in the ministry. Like I remember one, I had a friend who was working in KLM, but not as a pilot. He was a driver of a bus. I mean, they go and pick passengers. It is still in KLM, but he was driving the bus. So you have to drive the bus in the ministry, but you can't be a pilot in the plane. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to cancel some people. I want you to know that in every profession, there are some people who cannot do it. They can't. You have to conquer it and put it under your feet. If you want to be anointed, go and ask Eli. When his sons were given a chance to the ministry, they were all fooling around doing this. It was a mean. The curse that he got for his family, there's no curse. What is his name? Rejoiner said that is the most withering curse in the whole Bible. Yes. Rejoiner said no curse is like the curse of Eli in the whole Bible on a man and his family. Search your neighbor's pockets and see whether there's immorality there. Just check whether your neighbor has got any immorality in any of the pockets. (laughs) You don't like my message, you see. You have to drive the bus in the church. If there is a bus, that is if there is a bus. If there is no bus, you have to get a job at the bank or forex bureau or something. Or a pharmacy shop. Or a a photocopy center. 
Yes, you ca- it doesn't go with it. It doesn't, it, it won't work. It won't work. Whatever you have to do to keep yourself pure. That is why those who are serious marry early and exert themselves in the direction of the marriage. Yes, you have to exert your, express yourself in the direction of the, of the marriage. Yes. It's not something you can delete. It's something you can direct. Deleting is different from directing. Check your neighbor's pocket and see whether you left any immorality in any of the pockets. somebody I must be transformed now listen some of these transformations you know it takes the power I remember one guy he he died at the hands of a girl he died at the hands of a girl yeah because that's all he knew I'm not talking of somebody far away somebody I knew personally at the time I was talking to him he was telling me, look, I used to have eight girlfriends at the same time. And now I have only two. So things are getting better. But when I heard that he died, he died at the hands of a, a lady. It was with one, it was with a girl, and then he was murdered. Yes. You see, you may be at this age fooling around. But you'll be surprised that as an older man, it's even more. Yes, if you don't cure it. And curing it is quite difficult. And that is why you need the power of the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit. What you cannot change and what you cannot do, you'll be shocked that the power of the Holy Spirit can change you and realize that, hey, me that I used to walk around, when I see a skirt, when I see a skirt, I can't control myself. When I see a dress, I can't control myself. When I see buttons, I have to start removing buttons. Look, every profession has a day where they tell you, sorry, you can't be in this profession. I'm sorry. Not that we don't like you, but you can't. You are not. You can't make it. You have to accept it. Ask your neighbor, are you going to drive a bus? Are you going to be a bus driver? Or you are going into real ministry? I mean, I, I just want to know whether you'll be driving the bus or you will be one of the anointed. Number six. You must be anointed because King David ascribed all his blessings to the holy anointing. Yes, in Psalm 89, he said, you have anointed your holy one with the holy oil and the anointing upon me, upon him, will keep him and help him not to be deceived by the enemy. 
without the anointing, David would not have overcome many of the things he overcame. And he knew it. Because in the natural, he was a reject. Yes, he was a reject. And why was he rejected? For good reasons. For good reasons. Many of us grow up in our lives and experience rejection. You are not chosen. I was never chosen. For good reasons, I'm sure. I was never made a school. A school prefect is high. Class prefect. Assistant class prefect. Blackboard cleaner, monitor. Dining hall prefect. Prep prefect. Entertainment prefect. Compound prefect. House prefect. Library prefect. Nothing. I was given nothing. My school never chose me. When I was in the scripture, they never chose me. For good reasons. Analyze me, maybe my leadership abilities, my character, my height, my color. Many things, you are not good enough. I was rejected. For good reasons. So whatever reasons for which men reject you, what kind of power can help to overcome that human good thinking that has rejected you? That's what happened to David. You imagine how he felt when he came back. So they called for the sons. And what, they didn't, I mean, they said all the family should come. So are you, they didn't call me. You know, that's how some ladies feel. Sometimes you propose, you propose to them then. Later on, you come and propose to another and then they say, but I was there. You didn't come to me. You've gone here and then the, you were bounced there and then you have come here. Am I not a second hand? Am I not a third hand? I'm not really the one you wanted. And she has legitimate questions that she's asking. Am I really the one or it's just a kind of compromise? You are just accepting me because everywhere has rejected you. It's not me that you really love. You don't really like me. You like me because the crisis that has come and I'm the one that is left. True or not true? Now David was being called because the real guys, it wasn't working for the real guys. Why do you call me when the real guys, you don't want me, you don't want me, you've got the real people that you really like. That's how I feel many times even in Ghana. People never, never really accepted me. People can't avoid seeing the church. Now that is how can people notice that we are around. Yeah. <laughs> you can't avoid seeing that we must be somewhere. Yeah. Even as we have been divided, they still notice our presence. Yeah. Now I don't feel so wanted or accepted. No. Perhaps they have very good reasons for rejecting you. There is no power that can help you to overcome your rejection than the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's why David said, it is when your holy oil came on me. That's why in Psalm 89, he keeps talking about how the power came on him. 
and turn him into a mighty man. And all the time, he's, he changed his name to the Lord's anointed. He never used David again. The one whom you poured the holy oil on, by which I overcame my rejection, my natural rejection and dismissal. Everyone that has been dismissed by the anointing will be brought to a high place of recognition. How many have recognized and felt that people are deciding that you are not okay? What power, what beautiful power is there that can make your rejection be put aside and suddenly you become, people be forced to reckon with you and see and deal with you. Yes. Yes. It's a very great power. It's the same power that a hundred men would take two weeks to fill this place, to move a mountain. That in one moment, the presence of this anointing would change every funny thing about you. Yes, every funny thing about you. Maybe they've rejected you, you know, because maybe you were not, you were not good. Maybe you were not moral. Maybe they couldn't see good qualities. I want you to, like Benny Hinn and the, that family, I think, what, what were they called? Wilkerson something. They had a name. Benny Hinn. They, Benny Hinn didn't get nothing. They got everything. But Benny Hinn got the anointing. It became clear as time went by that Benny Hinn had caught the mantle. It will soon be clear. It will soon be clear. I said it will soon be clear. It will soon be clear. That the anointing is on your life. Hallelujah. And finally, the anointing is essential because Moses refused to continue in the ministry without this anointing. He said, don't take your presence from me. Yes. Now, what power can set you free from Pharaoh? Uh? Sometimes I see people, they are so connected to Pharaoh. Secular work. Sometimes I think to myself quietly, Charlie, it's too good to be true. The job you have, <laughs> it's too good to be true. <laughs> It's too nice. Eh? Sometimes they mention the amounts, the salaries, or even the hope of the salaries. People can follow hope for years. <laughs> it's true. People can follow hope for years. Yeah. Sometimes I look at people and I say, wow, what can make this person in this golden job see the light that this is my chance to do something for Jesus. I realize that it will take a lot of power. Eh? A lot of power. And that's the kind of anointing that came on Moses. That he looked at Pharaoh and said, I don't want Bible say Moses chose rather to suffer affliction than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Instead of choosing to live as a, a, a son of Pharaoh, he chose something. It takes power. 
for somebody who has everything say, I don't choose this I choose that that's what our ministry is all about go into the world and preach the gospel people don't understand when they say ah, you're you a lawyer are you a this you a that you a that and that wow wow you work at the international community of international uh, stupidity of whatever international abilities wow conglomerate of international stupidities and foolishness and what have you beautiful hey sorry i couldn't find words foolishness and it's not that it's foolish or stupid but i just can't find the words if you can help me with the words international commission of human conglomerate amalgamated uh, recovery incorporated entrepreneurial limited beautiful sometimes I see people I say hey Pharaoh has embraced Pharaoh you know that he has caught you that he has held you and he's hugging you <laughs> hold on tight hold on tight and Pharaoh is holding on tight and sometimes I look I say the job is too good to be true <laughs> it's too good to be true too good to be true. Yeah, Dr. Go was like that. Hey, he was a clever radiologist. Hey. No, people do exam, but he would just be going through. When they were making special, he was the youngest. Just went through the exam. Pa, 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 pa. Yeah, I used to look at him and say, hey, what, what can make this man with his golden, golden qualifications? <laughs> Pharaoh was kissing him. <laughs> hey! <laughs> yes. Pharaoh was smooching him. But you know, one day he just, he just, Pharaoh was hugging him, smooching, kissing. He just, mm. and he just threw his hand and moved his hand away and just walk away from Pharaoh like that. A supernatural power. Wow! Just like Moses, just like Moses, just like Moses. That's why Moses said, "Don't take it away. Don't take that power away. Don't take that power from me." I know it was that power that made me walk away, walk away, walk away from Pharaoh and from every deception. Yes. Today, where is Pharaoh? Today, we are still on Moses. We are still reading his books. We are still learning from Moses. We are still trying to match our ministries with such greatness. All over the world. We don't even know one word spoken by Pharaoh. Except the words in the Bible. I will not, I will not let you go. <laughs> Could it be your job is too good to be true? Your opportunity is too fantastic. Yeah. It's too nice. Too fantastic. Too amazing. Yeah. But I see you just sitting aside and say Pharaoh goodbye. Without even a tear. You know, one day I saw a lady. She had met a pharaohic boyfriend. Hey, he held her tight. He held her tight. Hold on tight. But one day during the preaching, she came forward and started crying. As she cried, every tear was the boy dropping to the ground. And when she got up from the floor, that was the end of the boy. She walked away. 
but in your case you will not even shed one tear over Pharaoh you just walk away and say I don't need you and you don't need me see you later see you later never again alligator Sometimes when I watch a crocodile catch the leg of an antelope, I start praying for the antelope because I know this crocodile will not let go easily. It's holding on tight. Whatever has held on to you tight, receive a power from God. Receive a grace from God. Receive grace from heaven above to walk free and to serve Jesus all the days of your life. Receive grace to walk free. To walk away, to walk on in the seven steps of the anointing. Lift your hand and pray, Lord, give me the anointing, give me the Holy Spirit, give me the anointing. That what it takes a hundred years, 15 years, 20 years, 100 people, 200 people to do through the power of the Holy Spirit, it will be done like magic. It will happen. I'll walk away. I'll walk away from all forms of captivity and bondage and walk on higher in the things of the Holy Spirit. Father, we give you thanks. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thanks. 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 Mirigasa, Pirilande, Porigesa, Chimoba, Mekilugunum Sande, in the name of Jesus. Lift your hand and receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Spirit of the Lord. Receive the anointing of the Lord. Receive the Spirit of the Lord. The anointing of the Holy Spirit. Receive the help of the Holy Spirit. Your dryness will be taken away. Your dryness will be taken away. Your emptiness will be taken away. The gift of God will be manifest. The help of the Holy Spirit upon your life uh, to serve Jesus, to follow Jesus, to deny yourself, to do great things. Mando kamalando la matincha mama zomba la balisa balamagora mandala babanda la ba malora be la me malanda la malomba na leba basato mama makabala. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Lift your hand, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Mauna Samone Kamando Sambelima Marombelebe. Fruit of the Spirit. Fruit of the Spirit. Power of the Spirit. Fruit of the Spirit. Power of the Spirit. Strength of the Spirit. Grace of the Spirit. Malomashibala Mosadele. Be with you. Be with me, strength of the Spirit. Receive strength from the Spirit. Receive grace from the Spirit. Receive love from the Spirit. Patience from the Spirit. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. 
to God be the glory. Father, thanks. Thanks. Those of you watching, wherever you are, lift your hands in your room, everyone in your house. Take in a deep breath and receive the power of the mighty Holy Spirit. So real. Speaking expressly. Convincing and persuading. May he be with you. And may he possess your mind. Possess your thoughts. And change you and change your life. Forever. For him. And for him alone. To God be the glory. Great things he has done. Give the Lord a mighty praise of thanksgiving. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Take out your special offering this evening. I want a basket in front here. Are you excited to be here for revival once again? Yes, beautiful. Take out your special gift. Wherever you are, you can also give online. Now, I want to invite some people to sow a special seed of 100 Gideon CDs as a special seed into the river, seed into the oil, seed into the oil, seed into the oil, seed into the oil. 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 Mama lama shomandaliba. Seed into the oil. Put it into the oil. Put it into the oil. Put it into the oil. Sondalama shandelebe. And the oil shall splash onto you. And change you for what you cannot be changed with. His great oil shall change. Seed into the oil, seed into the oil. Luma numa sumbali manuma la marama shumbelele. Rumbeli do la mama lusa de milo balumado mamandalaba. Seed into the oil. Seed into the oil. A seed. Pour. I see oil. And I see your seed falling into the thick oil. You'll be an anointed person without even knowing it. I see somebody doing like this and just walking away from Pharaoh. I don't know who you are. You're just walking away. And he can't believe it. He can't believe it. Seed into the oil. Seed into the oil, seed into the oil for your love for him, your love for him, your love for him. You are being selected from the back, you are being selected like David from the back. Oh, and the unexpected one, the unexpected, unforeseen little one. Baruma Simbo, Kurina Lamba, Shibul Balasi, Tom Begelere. Seed into the oil, watching by. By whatever means, seed into the oil, seed into the oil, your seed into the oil, pour your seed into the oil. Mantus, Keltaso, Minjo, Kalas, Parigos, Bebelenda, Tumba, Spila, Sustuka, Boligere, Bispilo, Megara, 
Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Put your hand on your heart. I feel the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, change unchangeable things, Lord. Lengo sikeleda. As you gave the anointing to Elisha. And he didn't get anything physical, but he got the spirit. He got the anointing. Let also many of us here, Lord, receive the anointing, receive grace, receive the power. Even if we have nothing physical, receive the anointing, receive the grace upon your life. You don't have a hundred CDs, you want to sow a seed of 50 CDs, also come quickly. Makomeli Sombeli Marana Mushi Beredele Parasimbole Mandele Bole Mosebele. There's somebody here in your family, you are the second. But God is raising you up to be the first. But you are the second. Kamalu Sakalo Mashuberes Palomerese. Somebody here you never chosen, not chosen, but God is choosing you. Tole Samanda. Your story is like my story. Your story is like my story. Nobody liked you much, and nobody chose you much. But God will choose you much more and like you much more and show you much more grace and favor and help. Receive his love. Receive his glory. Rembre castillo, mangris partalo, michele bera, mandala macabaladare. Receive the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thanks. Sit into the oil. Sit into the river of oil. And now, I want to sow a seed of 20 cities, 20 of whatever dollar, anything you have. Just come quickly. We are ending. But I see the oil, grace, grace upon grace. I feel the anointing is just about to lift quickly. I want you to give your offering in the midst of the anointing, in the midst of the presence, because it's a different experience. Sow into the cloud, sow into the cloud, sow into the cloud. Whatever is affecting people will affect you too. What is, whatever presence is here, that convinces and persuades and speaks will convince you too and persuade you too and help you too. Whatever is helping here will help you too. Condrusala, Lidolusa, Lembelito, Mecperichusa, Lamblakitos, Kemligos man olpalbes vinora, Leduhijimaran ezaram onberigos aramando le babashandala. Be blessed of the Lord. 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 Who ferry belly shimon berenemes in Borimanda in the Berenimones Perigole. Legilole. 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 Now you don't have 20 CDs. You have 10 CDs or 5 CDs. Whatever you have, come all the way. Come all the way. Your angel has appeared from heaven. He came on a long flight. He came on a long... Not your angel. Another one sent with a package. 
sent with a package for you. I see an angel coming. He's been on a journey. And he's here with something for you. I don't know what it is, but it must be something from God. Receive now a message from the Lord. Receive now a message from the Lord. Supernatural. Supernatural. Dehilo friendis. Mahandel mesberingosa. Elendombi. Engando. Andinga. Amode. Engedo. Dolici. Agala. Musombi. Taram umbize. Ahalbe ushbelige. Krasta. Kruste. Chikita. Kamuse. Tumbis almo evivo atalma abashparingos sengue almalole tima mus antema baran ospelida ambazamado sakata ba odeshiba betezo manas pazegolige tramos andes san ombe singa tambo sendo temale dosh alara rosebelitombre sekeza talara clotes tamando pelanda tizano shima Matosekito taremo satale pidegedo satade mande tambo takala tigedo tobela tamando tibelido tabaride whatever you have quickly quickly to the front put it in put it in Amanda. put it into the river sow it in the cloud something's going to follow you home and help you on your way something's going to help you supernatural supernatural from God supernatural grace supernatural help the power of the anointing Tarambo Sindere Tore Manda Trebesele everyone watching to the glory of God to the glory of God thanking God for the changes 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 i hear the word changes and i see changes i hear the word changes and i see changes from an unintelligent to an intelligent person manna from a stupid person to a clever person that asoma from a daft and a dull person to a wise person i see changes i hear the word changes i see changes from immoral to spiritual from foolish to wise alasa kwanasa paristo minte kunse sasa tulima matule limbe tule mambe rekelo sumpe to God be the glory to God be the glory Father we give you praise and we thank you for the great anointings that you release in our lives today lift your hand everyone Father I give you thanks for the angels I thank you for the anointings I thank you for the river of oil and I thank you for the cloud. Thank you that these shall go with us. They are with us, Lord. Thank you for a change. Thank you for young men that have transformed. Those that were declared unfit are declared fit. Those that were declared disqualified are qualified. Not by might, not by power, not by ideas, but by the mighty spirit and the mighty anointing of the Lord. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks a million. We give you thanks for your blessing in Jesus' name. And everyone give thanks. Let's sing this song. Jesus, thanks a million. Jesus, thanks a million. Jesus, thanks a million. Jesus, Jesus. 
somebody invited you here but you don't know Jesus as your savior if you are here like that just lift up your right hand like this and I'm going to pray with you pastor pray with me I want to give my life to Jesus if you are here like that lift it up high God bless you God bless you and if you've lifted it high like this come to me in the front here come to me as we sing this song Jesus thanks a million I'm giving you one minute to come to Jesus tonight Jesus thanks a million Jesus thanks a million Thank you for one thing, one thing. 
You may be seated. Thank you. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.